<laughs> What's going on? This is Matt April, and welcome back to another episode of the Bent on Better podcast, where better means becoming the best you in health, fitness, and overall wellness. This is the show where we use real-life stories and tips to help you learn and improve to make sure you're always getting better. Today's podcast is all about nuts. Before I begin the show, I need to remind you to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. It is so important that you do that. This podcast is totally free. All the information I provide on my website is absolutely free, and I'm happy to continue to produce the content, give advice, and to help you get better. I just need you to do that one flavor for me. Oh, and if you haven't already subscribed, please make sure you subscribe in iTunes so that you can have new episodes sent right to you immediately when I publish them. Today, I want to talk nuts. And no, I'm not talking about ninth grade health class, get your mind out of the gutter, this is a health blog, podcast, whatever, not anatomy class. Nuts can be a very good addition to your diet for many reasons. They are energy and nutrient dense. They have a high unsaturated fatty acid to saturated fatty acid ratio. They have a fantastic amino acid profile. And probably one of my favorite reasons, they are delicious. But why does any of that matter? First, let's just take a quick moment to understand the word density. Consider your kitchen trash can the place where you've been throwing out your trash all week. It is filled to the brim with trash and it appears to be ready to be taken out of the dumpster. And you know the rule, if you fill it, you have to take it out. But of course, you don't have the time to waste on taking out the smelly trash. So instead, you'd push down the trash as far as it can possibly go, taking it from the brim to maybe 75% compacted trash. Congratulations, you just increased the density of your trash can. Now think of the trash inside the can as energy or nutrients, and the trash can itself as the nut. Don't worry, the nutrients and energy you consume in nuts are not garbage. In fact, they are terrific for your health. To read a little more about that, you can visit bentonbetter.com slash allaboutnuts to see the sources and resources used for this podcast. Okay, now let's take some time to appreciate fats. Simply put, unsaturated fatty acids and saturated fatty acids both play important roles in our body. SFA, the saturated fatty acids, are necessary in the body for various reasons, but large amounts can increase your risk of cardiovascular disease, so do make sure you keep them in moderation and watch your intake. Unsaturated fatty acids play a huge role in regulating high-density lipoprotein and low-density lipoprotein levels in the blood. Nuts have the potential to reduce your cardiovascular disease because they are high in USFA and SFA ratios. Proteins, or amino acids, come in various forms. Nuts happen to contain some pretty awesome amino acids that play vital roles in vascular reactivity. But just know that the proteins in nuts can help reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease. Make sure you swing by bentonbetter.com slash allaboutnuts because I've compiled and organized a chart for a reference to know about the serving sizes 
of each nut and the different fats, carbs, and protein ratios that each nut contains. Now, what about the composition of nuts? Should you consume whole nuts? Should you chop them up into little bits of nuts? Should they be in nut butters? Like, what, what should you look for? Well, go for whichever you prefer. If you're consuming whole nuts, I recommend staying away from the specialty flavored or candy coated nuts. For example, the honey roasted, the wasabi and soy, dark cocoa, all those different things. Yes, they may taste really good, but you're putting all these extra things in your body that you don't need. My go-to ones are the raw ones, the raw nuts, the ones you can find in the grocery section, sometimes in the organic section. You don't have to buy organic nuts. Just know that you want to avoid any additional sugars, sweeteners, oils, or unknown extras. Because if you don't know what it is, your body most likely won't know either. And a little note about nut butters. If you're consuming nut butters, I recommend purchasing all-natural, additive-free butters. And be careful. Companies are getting pretty sneaky these days with attractive packaging and creative verbiage on their products. Always heed a little bit of caution when grabbing the, quote, all-natural labeled nut butters off the shelves at the store. I used to think that just because it said all-natural on it or natural ingredients meant that I was in the clear. And guess what? I was completely wrong. If you only want to consume the nuts that are in the butters, make sure you read the ingredients label. I have some examples on my website. Again, bentonbetter.com slash allaboutnuts. But one example in particular I want to point out is one of my old favorites, which was the Jif Natural Low Sodium Creamy or Chunky Peanut Butter. When you look at the back of that label, you see that there are more than just nuts in that. My go-to now is the Smucker's Natural Peanut Butter. Chunky. I like it chunky. Don't hate. I love it. And here's why I love it. The ingredients are peanuts. That's it. And yes, there is a little bit of salt. Actually, less than 1% of it is salt. So Smucker's definitely gets the win there. I challenge you now to go into your pantry and wait, hold on. Maybe not now, but I definitely challenge you when you can to go into your pantry, read the ingredients labels of your nuts or nut butters. How many extra ingredients do you see? Go back to the blog and comment. I want to know. I want to see what you've learned. I want to find out what you're eating. I want you to find out what you're eating. Let me know. And here are some special considerations. If you want to avoid the high calories and all the saturated fatty acids, you may want to consider trying nut powders such as Bell Plantation's PB2 powdered peanut butter. It's pretty good for those moments where you want to have that peanut butter flavor, but you don't want all the peanut butter fats and all of the calories from the peanut butter. What I like to do is actually add a little bit of it to regular peanut butter, half a serving of peanut butter, and a full serving of PB2, and maybe some Greek yogurt, and then that's a perfect dip for my apples or celery. At the end of the day, it all comes down to just having a better understanding of what it is you're consuming. Believe me, I am a huge advocate of eating whatever you want because you have one life to live and you should be able to enjoy it, but keep everything in moderation. I have podcasts and blog posts all about moderation, about how to eat properly, and about the 90-10 rule. All of those links will be linked up in this post for this podcast. 
all about nuts, then make sure you check out www.bentonbetter.com slash allaboutnuts to read more and to check out the resources for this show. Thanks so much for listening to the Bent on Better podcast. If you'd like to follow me on social media, I'm at facebook.com forward slash bent on better. We've got some great inspiration on the way. But in the meantime, remember, even though you may be content with your current situation, there is always room to be better. Now it's time to become the best you. See you soon.